But it doesn't crush them. Everybody knows Mod Nation Racers, my most anticipated launch game, maybe right behind Luminous. But it's right there at the top of my list, and I'm not totally upset by this, because it does what I want Mario Kart 7 to do. I like Mario Kart 7. I'm playing the hell out of Mario Kart 7. I am not playing online, though. That's not. I don't really want to do that. I do, however, want to look at Audrey's lap time and go and beat her lap time. So being able to share those is fine with me. Like, right. I, I, don't get me wrong. Huge misstep. I don't understand why they didn't do this. We always talk about this. Why isn't there online playing these games? Kind of lazy, whatever. But well, why that, was, that was such an issue with PSP games, you know? That always ad hoc. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Never infrastructure. I mean, and if so, you go and look at the top 25 list of PSP games we put up uh, late last month, yeah. uh, in a bunch of them, we call out, like, Metal or not Metal Gear, because they didn't have it either. Resistance yeah. Retribution for having infrastructure and how this was a huge deal and how it made yeah. clans and how it made it feel like a real experience. Yep. And, like, here we are right back to where we started. Yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, what I'm, you know, I'm not a huge online fan. I'm not a huge Mod Nation Racers fan. Although I played, the, I, I played the game on Vita many times, and and it's it's good. Yeah, uh, it's really good. You and I are going to be playing that on Muni together. Oh yeah, we'll play yeah. ad hoc. Yeah, play uh, through the wall in our in our house. We yeah, we can do that. <laughs> but uh, what I'm what I'm what I'm frustrated with is this the seeming uh, this this trend about Sony holding their cards close to their chest until the very last second about all yeah. sorts of things. Always with bad news. Yeah, it's always with bad news. They did it a bunch of times with Vita with the memory cards, with the pricing, uh, with uh, PSN tethering, with all those things. They just yeah, like met, yeah. battery life, whatever. They just kept it close to the chest. And now this game comes out in like a month, and then we find out you can't play it online. Yeah. Here's the thing: uh, I have it on fairly good authority oh, that go. that it wasn't necessarily uh, SEEA's fault. What? They just kind of didn't know. Just the like lack of information. Oh no, I totally. Uh, like, I totally. As somebody has to deal with SEEA yeah, and all yeah. this stuff, it's always like we're waiting on Japan to yeah, tell okay, us what's okay, going okay, on. Because okay, yeah, yeah, like it, so Sony. I don't know. It. I don't. It doesn't reflect out to outward facing. You know, just Joe Blow gamer. Oh no, of course. But not. they're they're very siloed, right? There's yeah. SCEA, yep. there's SCEE for Europe, yep. and then SCEJ for Japan, and they all kind of work in their own things. And yeah, that's what very it, little crosstalk. When you're them. dealing with us, who's you know IGN, and we're international, and it gets to be such a headache trying to deal with different PR people and trying to figure out what is happening, where it's happening, and then get the right information on what game is going to... And like, oh, hold on. We're a conversational podcast, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> someone wrote in, but I didn't even have a chance to highlight. It's been a very busy morning. I don't know if you know it that, It has been Colin. crazy. Yeah, it's been, it's, been a little, been a little nutty. Some exciting things going on here, though. Yeah, lots of exciting stuff. It's <laughs> uh, such a gross story. Um, well, fuck. I wanna, somebody wrote in, and I'll find it later. And they said, you know, I saw Scott Lowe review the Japanese Vita. That's cool. Are you guys reviewing the Japanese games? And the answer is no, we're not, mm-hmm. because we can't re- speak Japanese. And the P- Japanese Vita, I can't. Can you? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can get around in the Japanese. Once you go into the Japanese Vita, you can set it to English, and then you're pretty much set. Yeah. Right? You know what yeah. you're doing. You can test download speeds and get around. Uh, we ha- For the few menus you need to do, like I've done in uh, videos here on the vita.ign.com wiki, uh, I have somebody who can read the little bit of Japanese I need. That's easy. You can see the system. You can do it. I can. I have no idea what the hell is happening in Katamari. I yeah, know I'm yeah. trying to get pieces of candy, but I have not seen these candies. <laughs> I don't know where they're hiding. So, no. Games, no. But the system itself, specs, how it feels, how it plays, sure. Right. I forget how I got there. Oh, because you're talking about games and whatever. we're talking about video games and how siloed everything oh, is wait, yes, vi- yes, yes, video yes. Games. yeah video games oh, oh okay I, I, I it's, thought... it's rare we got into it right away usually there's like 15 minutes in the beginning about abortions or something we are we are the, the number one hypothetical abortion podcast on the internet speaking of, by one of our fans speaking of abortions amy has been delayed on the north american playstation oh, network man. for one week to fix a pricing discrepancy between the xbla and psn versions consider this a blessing in disguise since amy is one of the worst games i've ever played oh what'd you give it call a two. Oh my god the gosh. lowest score i've ever given anything 
Wow. Everyone should go abysmal. And here I was that. just about to say, oh, those guys were pretty cool, though, about the whole like uh, uh, pricing thing. They put it up to the, the community. Yeah. And like, hey, yeah. What but, do you think? What do you, what do you think it should be? Okay, 10 bucks, Fine. Let's do it. But I was Greg and I were talking, like, why <laughs> why is this happening only to this developer? Well, How many European developers are, are putting games on the PlayStation Network? And it's like, well, there's there's pricing differences? And, and, and also, it's like, what? 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 Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. There's a lot of European developers that don't have this, this problem. So I, I think it's actually a kind of a slick way to market their game. By, of course. And, and that's cool. That was, yeah, that was very smart. PR, but I guess. it's disappointing because Amy is horrible. That's too bad. <laughs> really is. I, I saw a D3 for like maybe, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes. And you know what? I, I love like smaller developers. They, you know, I just, I, they're always hungry. They, they're oh, really yeah. appreciative of any coverage you give them, that kind of stuff. So it was just one dude sitting there. It was that and Red Johnson's Chronicles and something else. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, he just had a laptop and a debug and a little monitor, and it was literally just a. a tiny little desk probably about you know two or three feet wide and he was just there and really appreciative of stuff and i was like oh, well the technology looks nice for, for sure i mean uh, like uh, you know i love psn games and, and definitely i'm a psn evangelist and and we review as much as we can on psn and with all the great games that came out especially this fall and the summer you yeah. know rochard and yeah. and sideway and payday and and all these games like there's so many like like i said in my review you could literally download almost any game on the playstation network and it'll be better than amy and and i, I like i can't i really can't think off the top of my head of a game that's worse than amy that I've played recently. Like, the game that came up was uh, Leisure Suit Larry Box Office Bust, which I got a platinum trophy in, meaning that I could actually play the game, you know, which was a step yeah. above yeah. Amy, which was virtually unplayable. Of course, Podcast Beyond is a conversational podcast. If you have a question about a burning topic, send it to beyond at IGN.com, just like Sammy Boy did. Sammy writes in and says, I am an avid fan of the caliber of writing at IGN. Yesterday's Collins Amy, yesterday, Collins Amy review was astounding. He's not a fan of the, the eloquent reading. That's no, not his thing. No. But the, the, the written word on IGN Dynamite, not on the podcast. Yesterday, Collins Amy review was astounding. The article was eloquent in its very own visceral, destructive manner. <laughs> I didn't realize one could destroy such a game with such poise. In general, when assigning a low score to a game, do you guys try to remain optimistic or pessimistic? Have there been any games that gave you trouble giving a low score to? Beyond, same. Well, thank you for the kind words. Uh, in my opinion, well, like I said, that's the lowest score I've ever given a game. I've given bad scores to games before. Uh, our, our duty is to inform the reader and save you money if necessary, mm -hmm. or tell yeah. you to spend that money that you work so hard for. So that's all I really care about. Uh, you know, I wanted Amy to be good. I thought Amy was intriguing. I mean, Greg and I had talked about it. It's on the PlayStation blog every so often. And I'm like, oh, this game looks mm -hmm. kind of cool. Yep. Um, but I had never played it. And t 10 or 15 minutes into the game, I was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I spent about, a, you know, you know, a dozen hours with the game. And I just couldn't take anymore. I like, like I got to the point like yesterday after I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Uh, it's, it, enough's enough. Yeah, everyone yeah. around me, everyone around me, I, knew, I was like screaming at the TV you for two days. I was punching my desk. I was like yeah. yelling. It, it's just one of those things where it was just a, it, it ruined like half of my week. I think coming into any game, we're optimistic, right? Because you figure if I'm going to spend a dozen hours with something, I want to have fun with it. Yeah, I exactly. want to enjoy it. And no, like, that doesn't weigh in the review, of course, like where I'm like, I want to have a good time and this game sucked up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you have to sit there and talk about what you liked and didn't. But yeah. No, no. If, you, if, you're, if you're totally pessimistic about stuff, you're, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. You're not going to be enjoying your job. If you look at every game, you're like, oh, this is, this is going to be terrible, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Yeah. A couple of games, you know, you kind of. You get a whiff of that, yeah, right, yeah, you know, before you start cracking the plastic open. But yeah, uh, by and large, I think it's—I don't know about you guys, but I tend to sort of okay, everything starts at a five, and then you know, when it, if it's that's average, whatever keeps at that average stays keeps it at the five. Yeah. If there's some really bad things that take away from it, then it starts dipping lower. If there's stuff that you know is genuinely decent, 
uh, then it starts ticking back up. Yeah. And most games, more often than not, are better than, you know, they're completely basic. They have at least one or two redeeming qualities that either offset the, the crappy parts or, or don't. Yeah, and that's where you get. Yeah, everybody does it different. Yeah. I think when I'm trying to play, I don't try to think of scores. No, I, no, I think no, no, I, yeah, yeah. at the end when I'm, I have to sit down and write before I'll tell you right. what I think I'm yes. going to give this game. Okay. I often it's it's funny like when I play a game, often I'm sh- I'm, I'm just sh- you know knowing our rubric, I'm struck with the score. You know, like it mm-hmm. kind of just hits me like. Yeah. Knowing how we score games, divine? knowing it is a little bit of divine, yeah. <laughs> uh, just knowing how we score games, knowing what our rubric says, knowing how I feel about games and my own personal taste, or whatever. Sometimes yeah. a, a number just hits me, just hits me, you know. And uh, you know, like for Mass Effect Three, you know, or really, what's uh, the number? What has hit you? What's the uh, number that's was, hit you for Mass Effect? 3? I was gonna say Ma- Mass Effect Two when I, <laughs> when I when I Mass Effect Two was one of the first games I reviewed when I moved over um, from Guides, and uh, that you know, having been familiar with that game and. And knowing or whatever, uh, you know, a nine point five just hit me. You know, it was like this game is pretty much awesome and not perfect, but yeah. but very good or whatever. Yeah. And with Amy, like the, the score actually get the more I played, it got lower. Yeah. So, Larry writes in one more Amy question before we move on with the Roper report. Larry writes into Beyond at IGN.com. He says, "So I get done watching the launch trailer for Amy. It looks kind of interesting, but the thing that made it more enticing were all the quotes from reputable sites praising the game. <laughs> Even one from IGN. It says, quote." Amy is eco with zombies, and it's totally brilliant. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who wrote that. What, when you saw the game at E three, did you play it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And did, did you did you feel like did you felt like it felt okay? Like I feel I want to know what part of the game you like they showed you where it was like this game kind of pulled the wool over some people's eyes because yeah. a lot of the preview coverage was positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was fairly. I mean, it was a really small snippet. We're talking like maybe five ten minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what it actually showed. Uh, there was like a room with gas, basically that would like. This is I, I went and read this preview, okay. and that's yeah. that's what he talks about. Yeah, too. Uh, she. You have to hide Amy in a closet, uh-huh. and then you have to go around to this this mm-hmm. whole area, and she's slowly getting infected more and more. So uh, I guess it was it basically broke down the mechanics of it. The whole idea of you know as long as you keep her in proximity, then you're going to be okay. Right. It'll reverse some of the stuff that's going on, and that was basically it. So <clears throat> you got a very very small slice of the actual game. But it was enough to sort of see, oh, okay, this is an interesting concept as long as the level design holds up, that kind of stuff. But I didn't think it was innately, like the controls didn't drive me nuts, but then it wasn't a super high action kind of thing. It was more, definitely more of a survival horror style peek into it. Right. I don't know if it gets more actiony or what, but it does. I mean, it just gets it just gets convoluted, I okay. think, and, re- and 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 supremely repetitive. Um, oh, but yeah. but I also warn people about two things. So I've no- I noticed a few people saying that in the comments of my review, and there are a lot of comments in the review because uh, I guess people are gravitating towards a bad review. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because know, it's just a downloadable. The lower game. the score, and the more you know, kind of I guess inflammatory the text. Yeah, and 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 you know, so, so a lot a lot of people were supportive, but some people were saying like, first we're bringing that up, you know. First of all, I, I didn't preview the game, and well, uh, I mean you're not even letting Larry finish. You're oh, Larry. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Let's let, 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 this Larry, is what happens. Let, Larry, Larry continues. Continue. Luckily, yeah. I decided to download the demo before purchasing the game. I finished reading and watching Colin's review of the game, and was wondering if the quote actually came from IGN. If so, what's the deal? Did someone at IGN actually give that quote, or was it fabricated to sell the game? Larry, in fact, the, the quote is completely real. Mm-hmm. It's from a Mike Thompson preview from an event very similar to what Sam did. Yeah. And I think it all comes down to the fact of first off, di- anytime you preview game hard to get a grasp especially if they're showing you five minutes yes, of exactly, it exactly exactly hard to get a grasp on it so obviously maybe mike got led astray didn't know everything you know you don't you don't it's one of those things you're just seeing one tree you're not seeing the forest you don't know exactly what's happening it happens all the time i think we did a great feat or jack and brian did a great feature at the end of 2012 or 11 saying uh the worst games of the year and if you read it it's awesome because what they do is take a quote from a preview that's like this game's actually shaping up blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and then it's the review score and like they did it for me with spider-man uh edge of time, edge of time. yeah 
my for, my first line in my preview of it is after 30 minutes of the game it's clear Beanox knows what it's doing <laughs> and then it's a quote from the review that's like a 4 or 5 and it's like Beanox doesn't know what the hell is happening <laughs> and it's just like you don't know based on you're all, that's the whole point of like why a review matters more than a preview is that yes. you're playing 30 minutes of a game and that's it and yeah. you're you're seeing 5 minutes of a game and that's it yeah, and yeah. we're trying to tell you why we liked it or didn't like it and it's hard to balance yeah. all that and I also think you know like that's the one thing is that the, the, the developer is showing you what they want or the publisher is showing you what exactly. they want you to see and I think it's worth noting that I think it's only fair to give people the benefit of the doubt when, yes, when you know companies the benefit of the doubt when you're seeing an incomplete game, a game that's in the works, or whatever. I think it would be uh, totally improper for us to render uh, harsh, you know, super hard unless the game's totally flagrantly yeah. broken or something. You got to give it the benefit of the doubt. I think in a preview, the review is when we tell you if the you know when when you're going to have it in your hands. That's when we really know because then we'll have it in our hands. I completely agree. Yeah, you have to you know because you're seeing such a small little slice of the game because it's completely set up by the you know the developer for to incorporate whatever concepts they want to have. It's going to be super polished. They we talked about this before. A lot of times, especially for E3 or big events, they branch the code off and they just sit there and they polish the crap out of this one little tiny section of a level so that it looks great and you get a decent idea of maybe what the game's going to be like. So, you know, it would be totally disingenuous to try and extrapolate from there what the whole game's going to be like. But by the same token, you have to be at least, you know, uh, you can't be too critical about it because you don't know how the whole game's going to be. Yeah, exactly. It's all about fairness, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Um, shall we move on? I think we shall. Uh, number three, Ru- uh, this is a quick one. Ruin has a new name. The PSV, uh, the oh, Vita, yeah. the Vita and PS3 Dungeon Crawler is now known as Warrior's Lair. Man, terrible. awful, terrible. What the hell? <laughs> Ruin was a great name. Yeah, I thought so. Too. I agree. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't understand the change. Why you changed it? Also, played Ruin a couple times. Very cool. Uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I think we all are. I think having a good dungeon crawler at launch is always a good idea. And I think so too. Until you find out it has no online functionality. Yeah. Uh, number f- <laughs> number four, <laughs> EA has revealed a crossover between Kingdoms of Amalur, Reckoning, and Mass Effect Three. If you play the demo of Reckoning, you'll unlock Reckoning-inspired items in Mass Effect Three. Do the opposite by playing the Mass Effect Three demo, and Mass Effect-inspired items will appear in Reckoning. That's exciting, okay. I guess. Yeah, it makes me I like I like the costumes. Remember they put all those costumes into uh, Mass Effect Two, where you could have the Dragon Age armor mm-hmm. and that stuff. That was fun. I, I think I, yeah, I think it's going to be Reckoning armor this time in Mass Effect. Uh, um, I have a final build of Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a review in progress for the game leading up to our review, and that will start tomorrow, Friday. Oh my gosh, Colin. That's so soon. I know. How many hours into it are you? Just a couple. Okay. Well, then. I don't care anymore. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I still care. I love you, Colin. Oh, too. oh, by the way, Josh. I'm going to spoil something because I know not everyone listens. You know, our, our, we, inter- we interviewed we interviewed a couple guys from 38 about reckoning that'll yeah. appear on Game Scoop tomorrow. Um, but the one thing that struck me about that interview was they said that the QA testers speed their speed run, quote unquote speed run, took them 200 hours. Um, That's doing everything to, to do 100. Yeah, to do, yeah. how, how fast could you 100 percent that game? 200 hours, they said. Dude, and that's skipping dialogue and knowing what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and blah, blah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's absurd. Good yes, luck with that guide, Stephanie Lee. <laughs> God, I'm so glad I don't have to write that stuff anymore. Uh, number, <laughs> number five, although From Software roundly denied that it would ever want to do DLC for Dark Souls, it appears that's not true. Snap! Uh, EGM reports that a source close to the game confirmed to them that DLC is being finalized and may be revealed in the next few months. From Software trademarked quote-unquote Forest of Darkness late last year. Could that be the name of the DLC? I don't know. Could it seem? It could. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to, to entertain that You've idea. been playing it. I see you online playing the Dark yeah, Souls. Yeah, so um, I did... It sucked. I had to do. Uh, <laughs> no, I had to do. Uh, I have it. A mock review for for the game uh-huh. uh, a couple months before it came out, um, and then I had to do the sort of the uh, reviewer's guide. So I don't know who who reviewed it, but uh, if you happen to get oh, uh, Keza, 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 Keza,
gave it to one of my guys. He played through it. He loved it. And I just didn't have enough time to sit down yeah. and play it. And I finally got enough time sort of over the break and I uh, beat it like a couple days ago. And yeah, <laughs> it, was it was really good. I was, I was so happy with that game. So, we're, yep. we're, uh, number six. Okay, moving on. I'm ready. We're almost halfway there. Uh, Sony has shuttered one of its first per- uh, first party developers. Little Deviant's developer Big Big, also responsible for Motorstorm on PSP and the Pursuit Force games on PSP, is no more. Big Big was founded in 2001 and purchased by Sony in 2007. Sony also confirms that they're looking to restructure other European-based first party assets. Ooh. That was crazy. I didn't. See, I mean, Little Deviants is the game that's packed in with the Vita. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's that's pretty big praise. You'd think that that's yeah. like what they want. Oh, cool. This is how we're going. You know, and yeah. now no. Get out. Yeah. And they're, they're a little offshoot of uh, evolution, so it's not like they have, you know, they're not like a podunk operation. They, yeah, yeah. they know the hardware, and they know what's going on. In fact, I think Double Deviance is probably one of the best shot of showcases, even though it's a bunch of little mini games. Yeah, but it's just like augmented reality. I really like Little Deviance. Yeah, me too. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not ashamed to say I that. To- I totally dig it. Um, yeah, because it is what it is. You know, it's not trying to be anything more than what it is. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a showcase. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's sad to hear. I'm most interested to hear, you know, you have to keep in mind. Studios like Media Molecule and Guerrilla Games and uh, you know etc. and so on the Cambridge and London studios or whatever all Europe in Europe. So I wonder what's uh, what's going to become mm-hmm. of them. I assume they'll, they'll all be fine. I, I imagine they're just gonna yeah. I imagine they're just gonna kind of get them working on whatever they're working on now, which yeah. I assume are Vita games. I, I think that probably the next one that's gonna that's gonna end up going under is probably Tarsier. Yeah, the guys who end up working on Little Big Planet and stuff like that. They've been sort of an offshoot. They've been kind of like Big Big, where they just mm-hmm. sort of you know do small parts of projects or the other little thing. But, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Interesting. I could go sad. for some more little Big Planet uh, Vita coverage. I haven't played a yeah. new build of that in a while. Yeah. Uh, it's it's looking neat. I think they're still building a lot of the create stuff. Well, they better be. Yeah. Jerks. <laughs> do your job! <laughs> Number seven, Sony's Kaz Harai, speaking at a CES, CES roundtable, said that the PlayStation 4 won't be at E3 this year. Uh, countering rumors to the contrary. Uh, qu- he says, quote, Andy House is absolutely right. And Andy House, of course, is the CEO of Sony Europe. Or president of Sony Europe. Andy House is absolutely right in that we are not making any announcements at E3. I've always set a 10-year life cycle for PS3, and there's no reason to go away from that, end quote. All right, number one, I remember last year when David Jaffe said he wouldn't be at E3, and then when he rode out in an ice cream truck. So yeah. I don't believe it for a second. And thirdly... Third, you're just skipping this second, second one, didn't matter. Thirdly, thank you for getting that. Thank you for getting that. And thirdly, uh, like it, it, the, every system has a 10 year life cycle. The PS3 came out in the middle of the PS2's life cycle. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that announcing. Well, Colin actually believes otherwise. It doesn't mean announcing the PS4 kills the PS3's life cycle. But Colin, I, I disagree. Actually, yeah. yeah. Because you think everybody will hold off. Even if they come out and there's like, hey guys, just so you know, we are working on PS3. Here's a teaser reel of some amazing graphics that can happen with it. PS4. You, you think mean. that stops. Yeah, sorry. PS4. You think that stops. And they're like, it's not out till 2014, spring of, maybe, possibly. You think that kills PS3 sales? I just think it's a bad idea when they have a, a struggling handheld and a struggling console. At least, you know, per, you know, the know, perception pers- is pers- PS3 yeah, yeah. is struggling. It really isn't. Um, I just think it's too soon. Yeah, you know, I don't think they need to rush anything. There's still great yeah. things coming out for PS3. I think it's a bad idea to split your focus into a third direction. You know, where where everyone's like, "Well, PS4 is coming out now, yeah, and yeah. what are we going to talk about PS4?" It's like, no, let's talk about these PS3 games. Let's talk about the Last Guardian. Let's talk about the Last of Us. Let's, let's talk about talk all the Last Guardian. All right, let's not talk about. Um, <laughs> number eight, DC Universe has been given a free update called "quote unquote" research and development. Yeah, uh, that lets players craft their own items. Yep, exciting. Cool. Uh, I jumped in. I, I still play DC Universe. Everybody knows that. I jumped back in the other day when this went live. As soon as I got it, I jumped in there. I have no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I, I got the. I went to the Exobite thing. I broke down some armor. I got more Exobites, but I they're not the right color or something, and they don't show up as the thing that I need to add. I it requires as most MMOs. I need a wiki. I need to go look yeah. at somebody who's done this officially and 
go from there. Okay. Before we move on, I got a couple DC Universe questions. You ready please, for them? Yeah, please. Uh, Carl writes in. Carl says, what's up, Beyond the Cons? My question is for Greg. I understand you've started playing DC Universe online again. I never really stopped, Carl. What's sure. Uh, would you possibly run an alert or duo with me? I'm the, the entire time I've played, I only ran into you in the Watchtower once, and you invited me to an alert, but I had already queued up for one. I would love to remedy that error. Of course, Carl. No problem. Let's do something this weekend. Hit me up at beyond.ign.com. Uh, message Carl DC Universe online. There you go, man. And then one more. This comes from Brian, an old school Beyond fan, so it's fitting that he's here. Uh, Brian says, I started playing DC Universe online last week and have been completely addicted. I cannot pry myself away from the television. I was wondering if the IGN League is still up and running. One of the things that could make the game better would be playing with Greg and other IGN fans. My main is a hero on the PvE server Flint Spark. All right, Flint Spark, that's easy. Join up with me and Carl. We'll run in a four-person alert. We'll have some great uh, times. Look so you can, you can email beyond at IGN.com. Now, now, you might ask, how, how do I know this guy's an old-school fan? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, he didn't say anything. He says, also, Jeff pees his pants. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That is old. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but that's points. enough MMO talk. Enough of that, JR Garbage. Uh, number nine, Skyrim is finally getting a patch that will purportedly fix the game's lag issues. Patch 1.4 will come out later this month, and we'll see if it actually works. Yeah, that's the best part. Uh, number ten, Sony has revealed that Netflix is being prepped for PlayStation Vita and should be ready if all goes according to plan on day one when it comes out in the West. That's exciting. Very right. exciting. I mean, like that's the, a lot of people were being a little whiny bitches in the article saying, well, not, not everybody, but you know what I mean. Uh, that you know, I already have it on every other device, of course. Yada yada. It's like whatever. Sometimes I like I watch iPad stuff in my bed. Sometimes, sometimes I don't want to hold that. I'd rather just watch it on my thing, yeah. my little Vita there with the sexy little OLED screen. What's the problem with ubiquity? It's awesome. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, just about everything has and a if browser it, if on it. it could, too, you know, and so. I know it probably doesn't matter, but if it ran, if the three G for some reason was better with the Vita which it doesn't probably technically can't isn't any different than my iPhone no, but yeah. my iPhone chugs when I try to watch anything on the Netflix I'd like to see that change you gotta pause it and yeah. let it uh, buffer yeah. but let even then it doesn't exactly. buffer out like a normal thing like Bu- a YouTube video like a motherfucker bro well, it's got true. a buffer I could yeah okay it's got a buffer. You talk, we talked about this one time when I was trying to watch Jericho. I remember I was like, if I if I started it while I brushed my teeth and mm-hmm. paused it, could I then jump in the train and have it all set to go? No, because I, no. It, no, it doesn't yeah. work like that. I don't know why. That's garbage. I can do that with a YouTube video. I don't know anything about technology. It's, you know why? It's so they don't use too much bandwidth. So you don't mm-hmm. sit there and pause it and then go do something else, and the whole time it's pulling it all down. So they're just waiting. They basically just buffer a little a small chunk of it. But it also lets you jump around a lot too, which it's helps. Jerk so. move, jerk move, Netflix. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, number 11, at CES, Sony revealed PlayStation Vita sales figures through January 5th. Vita has surpassed 500,000 sold, uh, marking uh, about 25,000 units sold a day. Mm. Not bad. Nope. Not good. Uh, number 12. <laughs> I don't think it's terrible. No, it's, it's, not, it's not terrible. Right in line with the PSB right now. So. Sure, but I, I, I think their, their launch figures of shipped numbers assumed that they were going to sell more. Probably. Um, I think it's probably a very good estimate. And I think that 3DS... Uh, Outselling it badly is not making it look any better. It sucks uh, though, because that's 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 well, it's, I, I don't want to track. I it, I don't think that's a fair comparison. Why not? Well, because because uh, 3ds has had a, a major price drop. It's you know it's going through the holiday season where obviously it should have sold really games. well and it had awesome games and, and then they got that's Monster a, Hunter over there too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So that makes absolute sense to me. It's you know I, I I completely understand that. I don't quite understand the the lack of sales, but I think that the PSP is actually cannibalizing a lot of those. If you look at the charts and stuff, mm-hmm. PSP is actually outselling Vita, which is crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize that Lord of Apocalypse in particular is out on PSP, uh, and yeah. actually in Japan, and actually, which is also a Vita game, and actually is selling pretty well. Um, and I agree with you to an extent. I think the big thing is the games, and I think Nintendo actually had a brilliant move. They're, they 
they released two Mario games yeah. and Monster Hunter right when the Vita was launching, which is uh, brilliant. Yep. Uh, number 12, AT&T has revealed PlayStation Vita's 3G pricing plans for North America. And they're Bo- exactly what we all expect. Yeah. Both plans are month-to-month and thus don't require a contract. For 250 megabytes of data, you can pay $14.99 a month. For $25 a month, you will get 2 gigabytes. You know, like these same Dude, movies no, ca- cause told, your last. I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled, man. I'm, I'm a sprint person, so I never have to. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm sprint. Yeah. yeah, caps or throttling or any of the BS, and uh, and so just the concept it it hurts my brain. Yeah, you know, you hear about like folks that are in uh, in countries like Australia or some parts of Europe and stuff where they have you know for their home service it's like that it's capped they have yeah. a limit, but it, it, that just doesn't make any sense to me when you have uh, if you're going to sell a device that that is you know that has a, a mobile radio in it it should just you should just be able to use it. You're not going to be pulling down gigantic things. Well, that's not true. Some of the stuff's like three gigs. So, but but I can know. I can I have they confirmed or denied yet that I can use the three G download games like full games? I don't. Think I'm so. so confused. And this is uh, the whole thing we're talking about yeah, with what the hell is, is going really on. What are the hard facts on the? Yeah. Oh, you'll find out a week before it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> like no, I'll, you'll, you'll find out when you guys actually end up doing the research. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah. That's that's the worst part of it. No, I, I think right now uh, it's said that you can't do anything on the store. Uh, it's similar to what I think they have on, on iOS stuff where you can't... Like there's um, a limit? Like I can yeah. download like minis or whatever, yeah, but I can't I, download I think the it's how they're going to set it up. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, being able to... You wouldn't even be able to do it. If you wanted to get Uncharted, for instance, that's, yeah. I Wait think it's you over three gigs. You wouldn't, yeah. even be able to, you wouldn't even be able to do it with the entire cat that you had. You'd pay your 25 bucks or whatever and you'd get about three quarters of the way through. And you'd be like, <laughs> nah, sorry. I mean, also, I, also it would be at 3G speeds, which is... Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm excited for... I, I still want to use... I want it for near. I want 3G for near. Yeah. And I know yeah, how nerdy that sounds, but I really want to get go places and get packages and see other people and... Well, if you have all the stuff Challenge like the Mod Nation Racers yeah, that's, time. That's a per- no, that's a, no, no, no. How, what about the creation stuff that you do in Mod Nation Racers? You yeah. can leave that. You can make something like a, like a special Beyond character, and you can leave it somewhere in the city mm-hmm. as a gift for somebody else. Yeah. I think that's awesome. It's true, but that does require three G. I think, unless they can use triangulation. Well, if you were use, it would require. Or, uh, you could Wi-Fi. do Wi Fi if you hooked up the Wi Fi outside. If you were outside yeah, of be, IG and office, and yeah. I dropped something, yeah. and you know our Wi Fi password. You can, I guess Colin you can do it like a Starbucks or something zero. like that. <laughs> is that what the password is? Maybe I don't know. Try it. I think what we can do, we can agree on is that it requires a, a, a great deal of technology. Yeah. To well, do the this. PS, the PlayStation is full of technology, just yeah. like the Tony Hawk ride board. It's so. also full of. It's also full of. What is it? Seventeen years of failure. Seventeen. Seventeen. Well, I got it right here. Seventeen years of our mistakes. <laughs> Seventeen years of mistakes in one device. Yeah. <laughs> Ray accidentally walked into that a few weeks ago on Podcast Beyond. Oh man. <laughs> That's, That's a good amazing. one. I have that picture on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. It got, it, it got like hundreds of likes. Uh, number 13, a new DLC-loaded version of Gran Turismo 5 is coming. Called Gran Turismo 5 XL, XL Edition, the game will include all DLC content update and updates through Spec 2.0 in addition to the original game, which is kind of cool. If you can get all that stuff without having to re, like, reinstall, well, you're going to have to reinstall, but... If you can get it all without having to re-download and install, that's uh-huh. awesome. Because there's actually a decent amount. They, they did a lot with their patches. So. Mm-hmm. Cars. Being the only person who probably is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding up the torch. For that's my Chris Roper somewhere pounding a desk and zipper. Yeah. And I'm more excited about this. <laughs> uh, speaking Sons of zipper, of Unit 13, the new Vita third-person shooter from SOCOM developer Zipper Interactive, Ooh. home of alumni Beyond Chris Roper yeah. and Jeremy Dunham. That's right. Has, Founding fathers of podcasts. Has a release date. Uh, look for it on March 6th of 2012. I'm still excited for that game. Have you played th- Unit 13? I saw a little bit. I didn't get to play it. Right. The little, uh, I mean, it's little SOCOM levels. Run around, shoot it? people, and how fast can you do it, and how do you do it, and then upload the score and see if I beat you and stuff oh. like that. That's oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Similar to Mod Nation Racer. But you'll find out in a week that you'll have to play it with the Vita upside down. <laughs> <laughs> you have to use the back touch and just play it by sound yeah, only. Yeah, yeah. No visuals or anything. <laughs> Uh, and finally, uh, Sony Europe CEO spoke to MCV about the Vita's launch in Japan, noting the following. Uh, he, this is a long quote, but I think it's an important quote. Okay. He says, quote, one of the things we have learned over a long period of time is that it 
is that whether it is PS1, PS2, PSP, or PS3, it is dangerous to the point of impossible to take any experience from the Japanese market and try to extrapolate it mm-hmm. and propose upon what will happen in Europe and North America. It is just way too early to make any conclusions. The markets are now just so different. I actually think that they are diverging to a greater extent than they were different in the past, if that's even possible. End quote. So a, I think it's a very wise, uh, very astute observation. I yeah, think he's right, and that's from Andy House, of course. Yeah, of course, because good old Andy. Yep. He's a smart guy. I, I, it is weird that that every PlayStation system seems to do that whole two year thing. Kind of puts along, yeah, yeah. There's no games, blah, blah, blah. and then right about at the two year mark, boom! Suddenly there's a shit ton of games. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, that's why I don't care about yeah. sales as long as it stays around. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's it, I mean, Vita's got a really impressive launch lineup. That's yeah. the thing. You know? I mean, if you want to sleep it. on it, fine. I'll I'll be playing Lumines and Mod Nation and Uncharted and, and Escape Plan. Escape, escape plan. plan. That is the one right there. That's, that's I think that's I think that's, I agree with you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the one I'm most excited about. Well, we just listed a bunch of games that aren't art. Art, art, art. Art, art. <laughs> we just listed art. a bunch of games that aren't art. Art, art. <laughs> uh, Colin, if I wanted games that were out and I went into my mom and pop shop, yeah. where would I go to find out what is actually there? You go to the official list of upcoming PlayStation software on all your platforms by the IGN editors. Do, 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 do. Uh, nothing retail for PS3, PS2, wow. or PSP this week. Wow. That's, That's incredible. Impressive. Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. That's uh, according to the drop on blog.us.playstation.com. Call before the storm. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on PSN, uh, Sports Champions, which is awesome, and Toy Story 3, both retail games are now available digitally, uh, as well as Crazy Machines Elements. You've been playing that. Yeah, I played a little bit of it yesterday. I'll have, I'll have a review early next week. I won't get to it today or tomorrow. And Shoplifter HD, which uh, Mitch gave eight. an eight. Yeah. Get to the Java. Get to the Java. <laughs> My early, I mean, the early take on the uh, Crazy Machines is not a great concept. Like I like the idea of puzzles and stuff. A little too pricey. Ten bucks for what I'm getting. It's it's an i it's an iOS game that's kind of come over here and gotten a, a bit more expanded. But I don't know. If, I don't know for that price if I really enjoy it. Okay, fair enough. Um, also, but I, mean, I enjoy it. Also worth noting, uh, arf, arf. <laughs> Final Fantasy Origins came out for PS1 Classics. If you want to play Final Fantasy 1 and 2. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> that covers the PSN downloads, oh. too. Yes. So that's I, have what, a, I have a question for you. Sure. Since this is sort of related to uh, uh, the whole sports champions thing. Okay. You're obviously, you're a big fan of it. What, did you play Deadman's Quest? Yeah, yeah I reviewed it. it. Yeah, what'd you think? I loved it. Okay, good. I think it's the I'm best move game. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, okay, go on. we're on the same uh, page. And it sucks because it actually has the online stuff that people are asking for mm-hmm. with Sports Champions. You can do all the, you know, the gladiator combat. You can do all that stuff, and, you know, nobody's playing it. No, no, no one is playing I played it online with the devs before the game came out. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, uh, I think it's a, I just, I think it would have been an amazing game if you could move around with the navigation controller. You know, it's weird. I, I didn't mind the whole on rails thing. I did think it was a little bit on the long side. It was. It was. A re- you know, if it was maybe half the thing, then people would complain it was too short. But yeah. I, I'm, I'd rather something is too short than than way too drawn out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the game anyway. was long. It took me a long time. My too arms curious. were my arms were killing me. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, but, you really work up as well playing the game. But the one thing that frustrated me about the on rails thing was just the. Uh, you know, I was trying to get the treasures and the hidden collectibles, yeah. and the game just moves you along. It, yes, exactly. And you kind of have to replay the levels mm-hmm. and have to know where they are and be ready to go. Beep, 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 you know. So but, that yeah. was a little annoying. But yeah, the guys at Zindigi are are, uh, are very good. They made yeah. the game in a year. So that's yeah. pretty impressive. Although it uses the same, you know, fundamental mechanics as sports champions. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to direct you. No, 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 no. <laughs> totally okay. <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> like I said, it's episode two, 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 but we're we're living it up like it's one, two, two. So it's time for an old segment, topic of the week. Uh, we 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 always have topic of the week, but rarely is it any more sandwiched where it usually is. It usually just floats around. But. Today. Sandwiched? Sandwiched. Is that wrong? Sam- sandwiched. sandwiched. I got it. Uh, <laughs> click it off right here, folks. That's as clever as we're getting today. 
Uh, this topic of the week is one that we do annually here on Podcast Beyond. It's called Predictions, where we predict what's going to happen in the last year. But we also see how we fared with last year's predictions. This year, Mitchell, our good frog, our good frog, our good frog, Mitchell. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I've been I've been reading the script for this thing I'm shooting right after Podcast Beyond Forever. I'm totally I'm totally in that mode of saying. Frog. Up at noon and doing all these things with Brian Eltano. So look for that soon. Uh, but anyways, M-Dog2438, he wrote in to let us know how we did last year's predictions. Sam was here for it, so we got a whole thing. Ryan wasn't, but Ryan has written down predictions so we, he can be part of the 2012 predictions. So M-Dog, mark this episode, 222, as the new predictions. Let's find out how we did last time. Hey guys, M-Dog2438 here. Recently I went back to Podcast Beyond episode 169, where you guys made your 2011 predictions and tallied them up. Below you can find how each of your predictions did. And the points you received? Greg said Mass Effect 3 will beat Uncharted 3 for Game of the Year. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got no points on that one, believe it or not, with Mass Effect 3 getting delayed till this year. Greg also said PSP2 will be announced at GDC. The PS2, M-Dog says the PSP2 was announced at a special conference at the end of January. No points. Greg said Last Guardian will not be released in 2011. The game is not out yet, so a one point is awarded. So I get one point. There you go. Golf clap. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ryan says that Last Guardian would be officially dated at TGS. That did not happen. No points awarded. Uh, the D- DMC Devil May Cry reboot will be playable at E3. M-Dog says, I do not believe it was playable. No points awarded. And then Ryan said, Infamous 2 will score a 9.5 on IGN.com. M-Dog says, close, Ryan. But Infamous 2 received a 9. Ryan gets zero points. Oh. Ooh, I'm in damn. I like how this one's working. Sam Bishop. Oh, man. Sam Bishop predicted that the PSP2 will have a glasses-free 3D screen. <laughs> M-Dog says the Vita does not have a 3D screen. No points awarded. Uh, Sam says the PlayStation brand will be available on some Android devices with trophies and such. Uh, M-Dog says PlayStation Classics can be played on some Android devices, but not with trophies. He warns you a 0.5. Point five. That's fine by me. Sam Bishop says there will be another PS3 redesign in 2011. M Dog says that did not happen. (laughs) Sam ends with point five, leaving me in the lead. It's now a horse race. Me or Colin Moriarty, who will win? I wonder. I wonder too. Colin says we will not hear about the PS4 at all. M Dog says there is no official talk about the upcoming platform, so one point is awarded. Uh, Then he says uh, we okay. Colin says we will get a new Onimusha game in 2011. (laughs) We did not get a new one, so no points are awarded. Here we go. This is make or break, Colin. Okay. Either a tie or you pull ahead. Colin said the PSP2 will be announced at E3, given an October release date, and priced at $299. M-Dog says it was not announced at E3 or released in October, but one model was $299. You get .25. Colin is the winner with 1.25. Thank you. Thank you. I win. You, you, that's a cheat. I win. You were a cheating bastard, Why? Because I made what, seven predictions? One prediction has three <laughs> parts that it is. That's how you got to win. You got to play it as a numbers game I'm in 20. all of mine now. Doing our 2012. Yeah, we got to sit here right, and no, no. freaking... <laughs> Kevin right, well, Butler will do an ad for this game, and it will also have move, and it will also have. <laughs> All right, we'll do, I'll be. I'll play more fair this time. All right, fine. So now here we are. In the oh, year man. 2012. In the year 2000. All right, I've cracked. I've cracked <laughs> I love, I love the seal. That skit. I've, set, I've cracked the seal on Ryan's sacred parchment. Oh dear. So see oh, what he has. Right. As usual, you know the rules, gentlemen. We will go one by one around the table. Is, that, is it? Human flesh? Yes. Is it really blood yeah, on yeah, human yeah. flesh? That's really weird, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan just shit know. on the paper to seal it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. 
Anyways. We're doing we're doing five predictions, right? Yes, five <laughs> predictions this oh, year. Dear. To try to, so we can try to so that every year somebody wins by. Oh, I had a score of 0.5, or I had 1.25. It's a no. We're gonna get some real numbers okay. up on the board. Here. Okay. Okay. So one one by one, we go around the table. Uh, it'll go me, then Ryan, then Sam, then Colin. I will read for Ryan. Okay. All right. Greg's first prediction. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick before you start. Yeah. Should it not? Is that the order of who lost the most to who won? The last no, time. it isn't. Okay, so you want do you want you want to do that? I just crumpled it up. So no, no, Ryan had zero. Be, yeah, so you had point five. Me, yeah, then I and then, then it'd be minute you. I think we should do it that All way. Right, right, because, that because in case there are any redundancies, then the person that didn't oh, do well okay. the last time right. will actually have the head up on the person who did better. So it was yeah, Ryan. It's like it's like the NFL Sam, schedule. Greg, Colin. All right, there we go. I stepped away from the mic to do. You don't understand. You understand? I like it. Fine, sure, whatever. So then. Being the biggest freaking loser, Ryan Clement's number one prediction, Final Fantasy XIII-2 earns a 9.0 or higher on Metacritic or other aggregate sites. Metacritic. We're just going to say Metacritic. That way, that way we simplify this. And no way. You don't think so? Th- I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, it's, uh, I loved 13, being a crazy person, and even I knew it was never going to get <laughs> anywhere close to 13 2 is supposed to be better, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Sam, right. you're up. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna get a couple here. I actually, wrote down a couple extra. So. Oh, look at you. Um, eh, well, you wanted a big old like, pot like, to pull like stew said, from. Like you said, this is exactly like last year. So I just made them up on the spot, pretty much. Um, I'm gonna go with um, that. There's going to be a another game in the whole Souls series. So Demon Souls, Dark Souls. Huh? It'll be on PS3, maybe 360, but also Vita, and it'll be cross-platform play. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. I like the sound of that one. Oh yeah. All right. I'm. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was the third loser. And uh, I predict now, and I should want to preface some of these picks with I don't know how Colin did his, I don't know how Sam did his either. We're all privy to information yeah. that we should yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, kinda... I none of my anything I predict here is not based on is based on complete speculation. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. If, if it's on here, cheating. I don't know a direct answer. Yeah, there are I pl- agree. There I are agree. plenty of unannounced games I know plenty about, but yeah, I'm not going to exactly. make a prediction about. Yeah, exactly. Kirby's okay. Dream World coming to PS3. <laughs> <laughs> Number one prediction from Greg Miller: The Last of Us does not come out this year. Okay. 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 Right. You can live with that one? You yeah. can live with that one? Yeah. Right. Winner. Winner chicken dinner. Colin Moriarty. What's happening? Uh, <laughs> PlayStation 4 will not be discussed by anyone at Sony the entire year. Mm-hmm. In terms of, you know, they might say we're not we're talking about PlayStation 4 or something, but there will, no be speci- there will be no specific information at any trade show or in any interview about PlayStation 4 okay. for the entire year. How? Okay. So any specific information. So you're talking about like. You, like the Naughty Dog saying they're terrified by PlayStation Four this year wouldn't have counted. No, I don't think you're, so. t- you're talking like like some some spec. Kaz some... is never going to say, "Yeah, we're working on PlayStation Four and it's got this processor." Yeah, yeah, so, okay, yeah, okay. something like that. Interesting, interesting. All right, Ryan Clements is up to bat. This is Ryan Clements speaking. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> Namco Bandai's Tale of Exilia X I L L I A announced for U.S. launch and released in the first half of the year. So, yeah. Tales of Exilia is coming to the U.S. and coming out in the first half of the year from Namco Bandai. This is Ryan Clements. Okay. All right. Wait, isn't Tales of Graces not even out yet, though? No, it's I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Exilia <laughs> <laughs> was something that was announced last year. Okay. So, Tales okay. of Fantasia. Um, all right. Well, let's see. Okay. Okay, here we go. So, I will go with this. Since we were talking about the whole Vita launch situation uh-huh. and how I mean, that'd be good. I think that the situation, if not in Japan, then in the entire world, will mirror exactly what it was with the 3DS, where it started out kind of slow, dropped off a little bit, and then just had a huge spike in holidays. I think that's okay. exactly okay. what's going to happen. All right. I like okay. that one. Like mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bad. All right. I'm up to bat. Okay. Number two. And I'm sequestered because I won't review this game. 
Resistance Burning Skies scores an 8.0 or lower in the IGN review. How does that <laughs> make you feel? How does that one make you feel, Moriarty? Well, I won't be reviewing it either, probably. So. I, I know, but I was just—you you looked—you you went dead quiet and looked at me. You stared me down. Gave me the ice stare. Is it my turn? Yeah. The Last Guardian hmm? will not be released anywhere in the year 2012 in any territory. Not no way, not no how. <laughs> she. Ryan Clements, up to bat. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Ryan predicts The Last of Us playable at E3. Okay. Okay. I, I believe that one. Yeah, that that seems like an easy seems, point. Yeah. Like a slam dunk, as M Dog 288345 would say. I don't really know the combination no, no. of his numbers. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with um, the PS3 getting price drop at E3. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Okay. I'm going 150. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, feeling it. Or, or, or a bundle with all the move stuff for 200. Okay. I'm feeling it. All right. Yeah, so 149 is the base price now for the, well, it'll be, I don't know, probably 160 gig. Yeah. And then, or you can get it for 50 bucks, you can have all the move stuff included. Nice, nice. Okay, I like that one. Um, I'm up to bat again. Bioshock Infinite doesn't support move in the main story. They might tack on oh, some mini games okay. on the disc, but like in the main story, you're never going to be using it as the hook or whatever. It's just sliding around. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Ballsy prediction. See, I, I almost went about doesn't support move, period. Because they came, remember, they came out at E3 this year, like, whoa, or last year, like, yeah, look, we're toying around with this thing, too. And every interview, like, so what do you do with movies? Like, I don't know, we're just screwing around with it. <laughs> and so, like, that was my thing. I'm like, I was ready to write it off, but I totally could see, like, Sly Cooper. Just here's some mini games. There's some mini games that use move, and then right. go ahead and fool around with it. Go play around with this trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn? Yes. Sucker Punch's next game will be revealed in 2012. It will be on PlayStation Vita. Great. All right. Thanks again for doing all these freaking... Well, they did announce it, but it wasn't on Vita, so Colin gets point five. <laughs> well, um, end dog, Sa- 2712. Sam's, Sam's PS3 one was that it would get a price Sam, drop. Sam, Sam, Sam gets to do what he wants. <laughs> Sam, Sam said it would get a price drop, and he named a price, and then said there would be a move-enabled version of it. That's three points. No, he can only... No, you know, no, it's no. one point for the... No, I'm no, saying no. three point of oh, three parts. Okay, no, no, yeah, I know. We're, just, we're all joking. We're all I'm, friends I'm, here. I see there's only two parts of that. The, that, that there's the price drop for 150. Yeah, yeah. Part, that's part one, yeah. or the bundle for, for okay. two hundred bucks. Okay. But if there's a price drop and it doesn't count, if it's, if there's a price drop and it's like two hundred bucks or whatever, which is probably more likely, All right. then I, I get no points. Okay, it has to have them included. <laughs> Ryan Clements is back up to bat. Sorry, guys. Uh, Ryan, of course, here takes a jab at us in our wolf pack, Colin. He says Diablo three. That's your wolf pack. Diablo three launches in March. No official press release announcing console version ever shows up. Sorry, had to put this in there. Now, he says that, I'm assuming, the no press release for all of 2012. He says that because he spent all that money on a PC, and now he can just play it on his PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. He, if, for listeners you don't know, Diablo 3, the, the rumors heated up again this week that there's the console version, and that there's a Diablo console version coming, at which point me, Colin, and Charles founded the Wolf Pack that is against Diablo <laughs> PC up. games. <laughs> Colin hates this joke, but I love it so much. <laughs> all right, all right. Sammy. All righty. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Call of Duty Vita. Yes. Will be playable at E3, mm-hmm. and it will not be a port. It will be a completely new game. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think that's true. I think that's true, too, as well. I'm up to bat. Number four for Greg Miller. <clears throat> the PlayStation 3 Game of the Year in 2012 will be multi-platform. It will not be a Sony exclusive that wins PlayStation 3 Game of the Year. Interesting you say that. Yeah. Because The Last of Us will come out in North America 
by the end of this year. Oh, now we got conflicting. This is awesome. See that? Now, yeah, now, we're, now we're now we're head to head. See, that, that's stuff. the big thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Collins, or I'm sorry, Ryan's final prediction. But then he has a bonus one that's just a joke. But I'll read it off. His last real prediction, number five: wishful thinking. Dissidia Final Fantasy Vita announced at TGS. He says. Putting his hopes on that one, he says. Okay. And then his bonus one, Pachise Pizza names a specialty pizza after Greg Miller called the Greg Miller. <laughs> <laughs> that one that would probably be a more safe bet than Dissidia. Oh, I can't do that one. That one doesn't work. This is a prediction about next year, not the year after. <laughs> <laughs> I predict this year. All right, well, next year. It's a good one that is made up of a total BS third or extra one. Uh, okay, so this is just another basic uh, Vita thing, but there will be another Monster Hunter. It won't be a port. It won't be like 3D or anything. Yeah. It'll be a completely new one for Vita, and it'll be out before the end of the year. Mm, in Japan. Interesting. <laughs> in Japan. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that that supports your sales theory as well. Yes. I mm, think it's going like to be a big component. Now you see all the predictions they thread together in my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, all right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My uh, fifth... Although, I think if, if there is no Monster Hunter by the end of the year in Japan, then my other prediction will not be true no. at all. Yeah, so probably not. There's no killer app relief for that no. kind of stuff. Escape one. Yeah. yeah. Escape one. Number five on Greg Miller's predictions for 2012. And I remember, these don't have to necessarily be video game related. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, great. Obama is reelected. <laughs> Not a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> My last prediction is, is video game related. The PlayStation Vita will get a price drop within six months of its launch in North America. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. All right, good. <laughs> the end. Uh, that was a good toe-toe-toe. Before we move on, though, our good Twice. friend Yair from Israel writes in. He says, or Yair, I can never do it right. It's Yair. Uh, why doesn't he spell it? He, uh, how many times he has to write in the show and realize that I immediately forget how to say it when somebody corrects me? Just write in phonetically. Everything needs to be written phonetically if you got a name that Greg Miller is too dumb and Midwestern to understand. Books you read are like millions of pages long because everything has to be phonetically written out <laughs> He writes in and says, every year. We have a big list of awesome games, and eventually some of them get delayed to next year. It happened with Mass Effect 3, Twisted Metal, and it's bound to happen again. What games do you think will get postponed to 2013? Even though it wasn't officially announced for 2012, I believe either Tomb Raider or the new Hitman will be pushed to 2013. Love you guys. Yeah, you're interesting. What do you got? What do you got? I think, like, like we said, I think even though The Last Guardian uh, hasn't, no one specifically said it's in 2012, I think that game is in severe development hell, and I would be really surprised. I'm, I'm actually getting to the point where I'd be surprised if that game comes out, nonetheless comes out this year, because there just seems to be something so inherently wrong at that studio, as we, as we talked about, that the producer and the director both left. So yeah. I think that you can, you can place a safe bet that The Last Guardian is not coming out this year. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I already, I mean, one of my, and I guess, see, we're both getting kind of weird. I mean, like I say, Last of Us doesn't come out this year. I don't think it's delayed. They've never given a date. Yeah, no, no. So that, that doesn't really count. Yeah. I could see, I, I mean, I know very little about Hitman, but that, that wouldn't surprise me. Tomb Raider, I, I mean, I pray Tomb Raider comes out this year. That I'm E3 demo is so awesome. Yes, it was. It's so rad. Yes, it I totally was. want to play that game. Yeah. You got anything to say? Uh, I don't think either one of them. I think both of those will end up making it. Okay. Uh, I think Tomb Raider will probably end up being like October. And I think Hitman will probably be very end of the year. Okay. But then maybe in okay. uh, Let's see. What else? What else is really... Yeah, right. It's, it's, this it's is a little bit too early in the year to, to kind of make a guess on that stuff. Uh, there's a lot of E3 stuff where we could go afterward and be like, no, no, no way. Yeah, exactly. No. Oh, yeah. It's coming out in November. What no. if Journey got delayed, huh? <laughs> oh, man. You know, you know what? Uh, what my I had two a- ancillary guesses, by the way, that I had ready in case there was redundancies. One was mm-hmm. that Gorilla's not working on a Killzone game. But the other was that 
that Grand Theft Auto Five would be released in 2012, and it would be on PlayStation Vita as well. Mm, but I wonder if Grand Theft Auto Five will come out this year either, because there just true. seems to be so many games. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Final Fantasy fourteen for PS3 was supposed to come out this year, right? And that, I don't think they're even. It's, it's like in October they're going to start, like the 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 public beta, I think, and maybe in December I think they said that they might end up doing it. But that's yeah. that's a very likely one. Actually, FF fourteen is a really very likely case. But yeah. they're completely rebuilding that game. Yeah, right now, yeah, so. as they should. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, we're, we're, we're getting bumping up with some time here, but let's get a few reader mail questions in. Let's. Remember to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com, just like our good friend Lucas did. Lucas writes in and says, Hey, Ryan, Sam, you, you can fit in for this one, though, because okay. you, already, you already confessed your love. I'm sorry. Hey, Sam, <laughs> have you played the demo for Final Fantasy XIII-2? If so, did it make you more or less excited for the game? It made me more excited for it. What I, that? I know. I, uh, I'm a sucker for... for like QTE stuff. Right. It works fine as long as it's actually... Quick time you know, event. Yes. Uh, as long as it's not thrown into a random cutscene. So yeah. they have them during the battles. That was kind of interesting. I thought the battle system was actually the best part of FF13. Gotcha. Uh, aside from the graphics, which were pretty. Um, yeah, they're pretty. It's got, it's got little inklings of, uh, of hope for running around in the uh, villages and stuff. You can actually talk to people even if it's just, you know, little one-off comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am more hopeful for that. Colin. Yes. This is still Lucas. He did quick fire. If Ooh. Diablo 3 comes to PlayStation 3, will you platinum it? Probably not. Are you going to play it? Oh, yeah. Are you excited for it? Oh, yeah. If it happens, all right. Yeah. yeah. That's why you're in the wolf pack. Uh, no, I, don't think, uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, Greg, out of all the characters in Twisted Metal, whose story do you find most interesting? Uh, a sweet tooth, because it's just it's fucking ridiculous. Yep. He, he, he is so He killed an up. entire family, and one teenage girl got away. So now he enters a, a competition where one wish will be granted, and the wish is, can I go kill that girl? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> Dollface wants her looks back. Grim wants his dad not dead. Well, those aren't interesting. Let's no, go murder yeah. someone. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just enter a competition with the devil to kill something. <laughs> Why not? Sure. Uh, what do we got here? Okay, Lucas, another Lucas, two Lucases in a row. Who would have wow. thought it? Luke Eye. Yeah, Luke Eye. got some Luke <laughs> Eyes. One of them has to have the lid off. They have to. He says, Beyond, hey guys, just Beyond. started listening to the show and it's great. I wanted to know if Uncharted Golden Abyss has any multiplayer modes. No. They do not. No, that is a correct. Even if they did, they'd be asynchronous. They'd be asynchronous. Yeah. And you, would, one person would have to play on the 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> Ad hoc. A Dan writes in. Yep. Hey, Greg. Colin, Ryan, and guest of the week. That's you, Sam. Hey! I'm a single dad who has very few hours of gaming to do per week. My backlog is obviously extensive, so I was wondering what games, campaigns, I should play in which order from the games I own. However, I plan to drop everything and everything and anything once Mass Effect 3 comes out. Uh, So he gives the list here. He's got Valkyria. Let's just pick the one. I'm not going to rank all this. Valkyria, Batman Arkham City, Resistance 3, Uncharted 1, Starcraft 2, 3D Game Heroes, Outlands, Rayman Origins. He said, "What games campaigns should you play?" Doctor. So yeah, I mean, right off the bat, I'm gonna knock. I would knock out Starhawk or Starcraft because I'm just personally don't know much about it. No offense, Ryan. I know you're a big fan. No. Too bad you're not here to defend it, Ryan. So <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, Starcraft, awesome, it's, 3D, it's Outlands, and Rayman Origins for campaign. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because uh, campaign Resistance Three, amazing story. Yeah, Resistance Three is awesome. Uncharted One, amazing story. Batman, amazing story. But that probably would be the next one I drop out, and then Valkyrie. So I say I say it's down to Valkyria, Resistance, or Uncharted. I think Valkyria is so awesome because it is it, you can take breaks, right? Yeah. It's, it's segmented. Great. It's game. not like Batman where Batman. Oh, Batman's the worst because you just kind of like, well, maybe I'll yeah. just find one trophy. Well, there's another thing well, over there. Why not this, keep going? This big story twist happened. I got to see what's going to happen now. Yeah. Valkyria is pretty awesome because it has a very very easy beginning and end, and the stuff that they do with the missions in that game are going to blow you away. You think it's really simple, you think it's really basic, and they take those those really simple rules and they tweak them constantly. So you're doing these completely new kind of battles and, and different mm-hmm. environments and stuff. God, I love that game. 
it's so good. I would also say Outland would be a good selection too, just because that you know if he has a family and wants to get through something quick, Outland you can sit down with uh, over a weekend and beat. Yeah. Sure, and it's a great game. Yeah, I mean, Uncharted short, yeah. There you go. Plenty of good stuff there, but those are our picks. Valkyrie, no trophies. That's its main. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, so no, that's, that's a bummer. Uncharted won the hell out of that thing. I said. We had a bunch of questions. We've answered them as we've gone along here. Let's see what this guy wanted. He wants some DLC. No. Superboy, Superman. No. Yeah, we're at stop. We're done. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode 222. Remember, you can subscribe to IGN and all that jazz on Twitter. Follow IGN at IGN. Follow me at Game Over Greggy. Follow Sam Bishop at Sam Bishop. Yep. Follow uh, Colin at No Taxation. Follow Ryan, who wasn't here, but he's a good guy, at Pwam Cider. P-W-A-M Cider. Uh, and remember, you know, Podcast Beyond's awesome, but it's not what pays the bills. So go to IGN.com and read the articles we write and watch the goofy videos that Colin puts up all the time while I do all the work and just yeah. try so hard. <laughs> they I think joke. you got that the other way. The other oh, way is that how the yeah. joke went? I'm sorry. I'm bad at that. Uh, we'll discuss it in the next, next Wolf Pack meeting. Okay. Uh, we'll be back for another podcast beyond next week. Uh, it's been an old school show. Mm. Like I said, we've been living like it's 122, not this 222. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for the first time, and I'm pretty sure a good hundred some odd episodes, and that can't be right because that wouldn't be one. Anyway, shut up, Greg. Uh, we're going to sing a song. We're going to sing a song oh, instead of playing a song. What is the song? I don't know. What do you want it to be? Well, usually you know, we used to put beyond in it, so it can be a normal song. It can be a rap, whatever. Okay. What do you What do you got? Remember this. This is old. We we haven't yeah. we haven't done something off the cuff in a while. Um. So it's gonna be a real song though. We're not gonna make it up. It, okay. Well, so, is that what you're saying? Sure. I mean, I'm, yeah, asking, I'm trying we're, to verify. A real song. We're, what, pick me because a real song. We've done both. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Ryan's on a vacation far away. So on a road over. So many things that Sam wants to say. You know I like my beyond a little bit older. I don't want to lose beyond tonight. Yeah! I don't want to lose beyond tonight. Somewhere Shuhei Yoshida listening to this just shaking his head in disgust. Beyond! Beyond. Beyond.